0: We are the Navy Blues. We are the old dark Navy Blues. We're the team that never lets them down. We're the only team Old Carson knows.
1: And here we have him, Mr. David Parkin. How are you?
2: I'm oh, well, oh, Yeah, I'm very no, no, good. It's not good. Ver- Great Great to see he's you. an old mate, so <laughs> Yeah, he's an old mate, so you don't shake okay, his head. Yeah. Rosie we, we might not let you through the door no wow, well, we've a been trustee. saying he, this. He's a tru- he's a trusty. There aren't <laughs> many of them, mind you, but wow, he's a We wouldn't
1: yes, have got so a, Trust me, we have got this one. far without big big Vin <laughs> helping us so he's part of the jumper fun <laughs> chair. Yeah. So happy that you've joined us today. Just talk a bit about blues and the Mr. David Park and um life i wanted to start off with like i've been thinking about this is what's your earliest football memory full, like, s- full stop
2: full stop um well, it's round the corner here i live in hawthorne and uh, went to the hawthorne west uh, state school primary school yeah. or central schools was in those days. I went to yeah. form seven and eight okay and yeah, so yeah. Uh, we and then they supplied i went on to melbourne high school after that but my first memory and i spoke to the guy who was vice captain of the team um, we won a victorian that's my biggest memory we won a victorian um, central schools premiership down the oval just around the corner here as a kid yeah and uh, it, it was a magic moment i think because i i realized for the first time the significance it had not just for those who were running around and playing the game but those beyond parents and yep. teachers and local identities. It was about. we had our photograph taken and put on the back of the, the Herald Sun or whatever it was in those days. And uh, I think that's my first, you know, I played a lot of footy kicking around the park and doing those sort of things as, as all of us yeah. did. Mm. But this was the, the game that stuck out because it, I realized how much it meant, not only to us having wow. done that, but how many other people yeah. were responding in such a positive way to this game of footy that we played which yeah. just happened to be in uh, another school in the central school yeah fine.
1: that's so true that's so true yeah it's important to so many people in different
2: levels too absolutely and that's why i don't think it's right but that's why sport in this country has such a crucial role to play yeah. in the health and wealth welfare i think that's not well so much yeah, health yeah. and welfare and well-being that's a better yeah. word yeah. Of, the, of our people i don't think other countries have other things in their culture which are more important than sporting hours yeah. and do the same thing but for this country whatever reason i don't i'm a sociologist by trade but i still couldn't <laughs> tell you why it has become that way and i can't you know i'm just in my role i can't walk down even though i'm 80 in a few weeks time i can't walk down Collins street and make it Queen Street up to, no. up to uh, without talking to five or six people on the way.
1: Yeah, oh, well, you are a
2: familiar no, no, <laughs> no, face. Half of them don't know who you are but they sort of recognise the face and they know it's something to do with footy so they, yeah, come, and, easy, they yeah. come and make a comment about the game last week or who's going to win the grand final. But it, it's only then, when you stop and think about it, that sport, in our case Australian football, mm. Australia wide, in our case Carlton because it's probably the most other than Collingwood have trouble saying it uh, <laughs> other than Collingwood um, has the the significance it does in Australian society and I mean the full bit mm. from the leaders and we've been able to go to the lodge because the prime minister happened yes, to work for exactly. car and Footy car, yes to the garbo who pulls up and outside here and he says david you better you better go and get your bin i'm not coming back next week so <laughs> david, <laughs> yeah. anyhow, i bet he's not doing it for anybody else in the streets you know? that's it? right it's that it's that sort of thing so i it took me a long while to be truthful to uh, understand yeah. the importance of what we were doing and it took a long way in fact it probably wasn't until I got to the end of my playing career that I started to understand the significance that Australian football, for instance, played in Australian society.
0: Yeah, Well, today we are paying tribute to you uh, on the eve of your, of your 80th birthday, a big milestone coming up in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, first of all, thank you very much for, for giving us your, your valuable time today. And uh, this is a very special edition of um, talking blue talking blue. with vincent rocco so um we're very honored to have you here today oh, yeah, you. we just wanted to quickly go over some of the earlier parts of your career as a footballer initially um obviously you lived in the area but how did you actually come to play at hawthorne
2: yeah it's good because i was a lunatic melbourne supporter which okay. a lot of people know a lot of a... people would think you're a lunatic
0: no. if you follow melbourne that is true
2: but i, I, I became a member at, 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 when i was seven at, mind you know, during your teenage years they well, were winning so that so many 19, 1949 thousand. was my first membership and i've been a member and i've bought a membership ever since wow.
0: ian ridley
2: who was a famous player and went on the coach and to be yes. preside over that club was my father's clerk in the bank in the state really? savings bank and i couldn't wait to get out of school to go in and talk to my dad because i was certainly going to have a conversation <laughs> with him really so and i ended up playing Went to team i end up playing uh, playing a game or two against him in the finish uh, oh, so wow. that that's a, a love i've had of the melbourne football club certainly it's been a long while between drinks but yep. you know i've got an association with five clubs now for different reasons mm. it gives me a broader interest in the game, you know, Fitzroy, for instance, oh, yes. becoming Brisbane Lions and yes. I'm still a member of the past players and the uh, okay. officials of that club and, and go to functions and things because they, yep. they gave me some some of the best but some of the worst memories I think oh. I probably got in footy. Mm. So if you're lucky, if you you still have, I'm severed now. I think I got sacked from the ABC and I got sacked from <laughs> Deacon University and I got sacked from all the other things, so I don't have any day-to-day commitments right. to to uh, organisations and work in the manner which I
0: did, Yep, still doing a bit of talking. Well, it's about around. time you retire at some point. I mean, I'm too sure the eve of being 80.
2: No, but why would you want to retire? I mean, what I mean by start? that is to yeah. take it easy and yeah, do yeah, things no, on well, your own terms. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah, know, that speaks me well. But the number of people I know, yeah. and uh, who've decided to retire early, are now hunting, hunting work and trying to get back into it <laughs> yeah, because their life right. has become meaningless. Yeah. And unless you've got reason for being that's to make true. life for other people yep. better, um, easier, yep. and supportive, and I, I love that. I have great time in my life. I spend a lot of time yeah. each day going down and just giving people a call or a text yep. or something yeah. that I know who are struggling and that I'm thinking about them. And uh, that makes, I mean it's bullshit, but it makes me feel you know, good about myself, and I think for other people, uh, Johnny Price, who was with yesterday, yes. lost his wife exactly 12 months ago yesterday, right. mm. and went to do a job, speak to a luncheon for him, and I, I didn't want to go, and I was crook legged for a moment, couldn't walk, and and I thought, no, I, I better go. It was a Probus Club out in, uh, in the northern suburbs, and right. I'm so pleased now that I yeah, struggled out of the car and went, and the response from then and to see john take his head out of the yeah. loss that he's had with his wife and the yeah. terrible day it was to remind her to see him come alive with yeah. his 200 people part of that Probus club i think well thank god i yeah i yeah. decided to go that's and what you join do. Yeah. That's, that's what
0: children. you do that's what yeah. you do so yeah. that's exactly. so, so let's go back to your playing career how did you get to hawthorne well that,
2: it is actually i was residentially bound to like, it did okay. within half a k of the hawthorn football cover my from melbourne it was the worst thing the world fans to go and play for that brown and gold side <laughs> when <laughs> melbourne were on top of the ladder and playing well so reluctantly i was forced by a residential ground right. scooter Cogman, little bloke little with a with him Coglin, well he was he was uh he was on abc teacher of mine at melbourne high and played with hawthorn so he was on the, the local john Broms, a local briquette people he supplied home uh, he was on the committee so i had a few people that were living around the area butch yeah. prior the famous full 40 was our butcher around the corner mm-hmm. um, so i had connections with all but I had no yeah. were you really upset when? yeah yeah well, I was. Well, <laughs> and, and it'd be interesting because i played in the melbourne boys league you know, melbourne high school played on the saturday morning yeah. in the melbourne boys league and that played against the fourths of melbourne and collingwood and all these other clubs in the competition yeah. and i ended up captaining that competition team oh, okay. against geelong the geelong boys league yeah and this is when I was 16, 17, and Geelong, Bill McMaster, that some of you remember, is was a great big ruckman at Geelong, was their recruiting manager for about 30 years, still involved, yeah. beautiful man. He came round to my place in Hawthorne well, and said to mum and dad that we, we, I, I, they wanted to give me a cadetship with the Ford Motor Company and uh, I could go and live with a family, supportive family, Geelong family mm-hmm. in Geelong, do my, uh, you know, finish school two years and then do the cadetship with the... Um, with the ford motor company thank goodness mum and dad were smart enough to say that's stupid That's stupid <laughs> but at your age that shouldn't you shouldn't be doing that so that never became uh, the reality and i was forced by residential ground but as best as you can imagine my first year i arrived there as a kid a fat, what year was that 1961 fat fat slow you know, Hang on! Said, they won a
0: flag in '61. Did you right. arrive there just after they won the no, flag or there, before? I
2: came before. I was there my first year? Right. Was it? Imagine being absorbed wow. into a football club that was about to win that it was their first very first flag. Yeah. I played. You I mean, played that year. Yeah. Last game. I played the wow. last game only because Alan. As in home and away game. Alan Joyce. Right. Last round eight, round eighteen. Alan Joyce. This? Was the nineteenth man.
0: Who ended up coaching Hawthorne to a premiership. Yeah, a yeah.
2: Premiership. that's Alan Joyce, yeah. yeah. and still know Alan well. well. Um, he, um, he uh, somebody pulled out, and I can't even tell you who pulled out, but somebody pulled out, yep. and Joycey went in, and I took place. This is the last game, I took Joyce's place. I thought, Look, this is pretty good, I'm pretty close, we're going to play in final. Was gonna... that your first senior uh, game? That was my first senior game. Were, I you, came off the were miss. you
0: on? as part of the 18 or one of the 19th or 20th? No, 19th no, right. those days you could only replace yeah, that's them right. so i came
2: in on, i came somebody got hurt Robber. Okay. Uh, johnny robber johnny were you happy got you one? got hurt so you no, no. no no really don't. I was bit, <laughs> I went, well and i went on the last quarter and i got the ball 10 times and couldn't didn't get a kick they picked me up and threw me in the punt road every time i got i was too slow and too fat and all that <laughs> but yeah you know, uh, you know, well, well I didn't didn't get named as an emergency or anything during right. the final series but to be absorbed yeah. in people how lucky you are if you go to a football club whatever football club it is yeah. and the time you arrive they are you're playing with a totally committed group who are winning games passionate about what they're doing yeah. um committed to the to the club and I was like you know so that sort of when having John Kennedy as my my coach it was just um it was a, no it wasn't a dream for me because i still i still come remember the night and ringing my father straight after going to find out how melbourne went and who were the best players uh, and all that sort uh, of so you're I still
1: see so he, he's still kind of a melbourne supporter uh, yeah, then, oh, yeah. That? no
2: i've been a melbourne supporter all my life i'm very happy to say it yeah still am yeah it's been the longest and most passionate Association with any club, yeah, yeah. including Carlton and Hawthorne yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Brisbane. I love all the football clubs, and Fitzroy. Yeah, it's been. It's just. It's been yeah, one of, of those things. It was my DNA, and yeah, uh, of and they gave me. You imagine me now at that time and no, being fine that time, no winning every single game. It's the one the you never ended up
0: talking to them about coaching them, or did you? I did. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when was, I, that? I, was that? Yeah, when Barassi left last time. Okay,
0: the end of '85. Yeah. So you had a choice to go to Melbourne or go to Fitzroy. Ended up doing the swap with Balzey. Yep. Mm. Yeah. We'll get to that after. That's handy. So you right? started well, in the early sixties. So I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll try yeah. and get through this chronologically. Yeah. But yeah. so you had a really good playing career. I mean, um, over two hundred games, and uh, ended up playing in the nineteen seventy one premiership, which was Pacted. Ten years. Of course, not only playing it, but captain, captain of the side because you were captain, I think, 69 to 73, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Oh, I, I wouldn't you. You'd have to, you'd have to <laughs> I remember that. But no, basically like, right in the middle of that, you, you, won, about, yeah, you, were, gra- you were
0: captain of a premiership side. Well, I played in one. I played in the grand
2: final in 1963 that you won't remember. Okay. And uh, I played for Hawthorne against Geelong. That's 1963 right. grand final. Geelong beat you. That's right. And just beat us annihilators. And I was the worst. I can, I'll can. never forget, I still dream about it. I was the worst player on the ground. Really? Played on Goggin who kicked two and then probably my half time and the other little rover um, whose name I come to me right is, is around the corner of me from um, at Point Lonsdale now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's Doesn't matter. Goggin Rice Colin Rice okay. And then I got moved because I'd been belted by them and I went out to the halfback flank and I played on.
0: Um is this why they replaced you as captain after sixty-three? <laughs> <said, no, laughs> well did you you no, pretty much retired after that, didn't you? Maybe no, no, in later? No,
2: no, sixty-three was it? Yeah, uh, a year later. This is the start of my career. No, seventy. No, no, uh, uh, you jumped. So no, you jumped ten years, yeah. No, no I, um, yeah. I uh, and I met him, but it's funny, I drove out uh, I think his name Kicker Hines, Gordon Hines is his name, was. you won't remember he's too young. Right. But Gordon Hines was playing the Half forward Flank, so I went on to him. He ended up kicking four goals. I had two two on me and two on somebody else, but he kicked so I had six goals kicked on me. Nice. In fact, I drove out of the driveway here <laughs> just a few months ago. No, that's live. A couple of years ago. And there was a bloke working in in Ted Bay's my next to neighbour there. There's a bloke working in the uh, down the telecom television. Oh, oh, yeah, tele- right? yeah. And I got a real fright. I drove out and the really wheel, only missed it. He right. missed really? him by about eighteen inches, I suppose. And oh, uh, wow. I went, oh sorry mate, I'm, he says, I didn't realise you you're there. Yeah. I thought he would have put up a Kane or something. You think so? He shook up and he goes, Are you who I think you are? And I, said, and I said, Are you who I think you are? He goes, Yeah, I'm Gordon Hines. I kicked two goals on you in the last wow. half of the 63 <laughs> grand <laughs> final, which he did. Uh, sorry,
0: and, so we're going back to your third year as a, as a yeah, player. That started, right. that okay. So that was a, yeah, that's stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. And
2: I had to wait from 63 to 71 One to play again. To, to get the opportunity to play again. And I was old and in towards the career and all these young blokes the matthews and the Knights and all these young blokes are coming through uh
0: you're still 29
2: or something oh you're 29 well, that's old. all back in
0: those days yeah that's all so amazing. i was lucky enough i was lucky enough to what was that to... like holding up the premiership cup as a, as a captain of the I lost team lost you can see i lost the that top of that
2: finger yeah like when i lost a sliced the top off that finger okay. I, well, I went playing to, footy i went to, I went to, I went to um Tackle somebody and uh, they had those metal, you know, those metal things. Oh, yeah, things uh, yeah, yeah, and, uh, really. I'm sorry thing. i, just case, I sure. Came down after getting the. Pa- ca- the you dropped the ca- cup. Ca- <laughs> I dropped the cup. Ca- <laughs> ca- <laughs> ca- Is that? And that's the reason why. <laughs> I got really? on Really? Because
1: <laughs> 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 we've actually shown that footage on the show, so that's funny. So that's the reason I got there's a reason. No, <laughs> I
2: dropped it and. Uh, that uh, was ever forgiven well, for that. Smashed it, that to send it away and get it repaired. That's great. So that yeah, it was terrific to have to mm. finish. And Scotty was the, the story. You know, the story of three quarter time is that we were mm. struggling, and uh, Kennedy came out. And he was the best orator, John Kennedy that I've ever listened to. He could, he could mm. get a bit of Karl Marx, a bit of Churchill, a bit of the Bible. He could talk. Okay. About yeah. It. He was fantastic. No no technical or tactical stuff, but just emotional just all no, motivation all, all stuff all motivational yeah. stuff yeah john, john i love john he was my favorite
0: was he your your sort of mentor and yeah, hero just he so
2: well, by he just somebody had mm, it, unbelievable yeah. he was the straightest bloke in the world and yeah. such a good leader and he was in an education so sort of. yeah. and i never got if I go to his house, he talked to me through the wire door. I never got invited into his house or I anything. Mean, no, really? really? Yeah, that's it. That was John. Wow. Uh, and then nobody <laughs> became, when he was dying, you know, I spent... Life. And yet he was married to an Italian woman. I mean, the Italians will
0: invite you uh, anybody I mean, in. anybody in. <laughs> and give me. him a feed and everything else.
1: Yeah, no, that's... that's, mm. that's in that's, those yeah. days, you talked about tactical. How tactical was the game? Like, no, no, just... Just what, so
2: what, win, was the, what win, were the instructions? Win, win the ball, kick it as far as you can, That's start it. a brawl, win the ball again and kick it as far as you can again. That's it. And then make sure Peter Hudson's on the end of it. Again. Well, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I heard just
0: kick
1: it to Peter Hudson, yeah? Ticket so really, that
2: ball was ball. it. John so was... so had no, there was no, I became his assistant coach and uh, mm. we always, all we did was circle work. Yeah. And then compete in circles, none of which is what you're doing for you do in footy. So <laughs> the boys <that laughs> <were coming laughs> to me and said, you're an assistant coach for Christ's sake. We are changing. We want to do things that are a little bit different. No. I said to him, we're going round and round and round. I was almost dizzy. And I said to John, I said, John, um, wh- why don't we do something different? I said, He said, What? <laughs> I said, Well, the boys are sick of going round and round and round. He went, Take the ball the other way in the suit. <laughs> yeah. so that, 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 that was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. thing. So he had, that, he had no tactical stuff. Mm. At all, and that's why when I, I took over from it, it was like a breath of fresh yeah. air for the players in the yeah. sense that we started to think about the game. We started to stack the midfield, take one of our forwards and play in the midfield, start to do things which is right. now common to the game. Yeah. But it, were you thinking, thinking about, about these things? Yeah. yeah, yeah before right. you started, well, I was a sports scientist by trade, yeah. and, uh, and 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 that, that interest in the game and what made it happen, etc., was part of my. Our DNA, I suppose, and uh, yeah. and we were able to change the game, which I, I put up my hand, we changed the game both on the field and off the field yeah. in terms of the leadership stuff that we might talk about. But um, it was, and, it was good. and I got, it was really quite sad because I got the sack and I came in. John, Gale, interestingly yeah, yeah. enough, he just had me, job. I walked off to the uh, training track that up in Kew, at uh, whatever the park is up there, Stradbroke Park. And he went across. my car was parked next to his for some reason. He went to his car to put his gear in, et cetera, and I would put mine in. And he left the car, and come, I'll never forget, it like it was yesterday. He came over and he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, Oh, by the way, Dave, he always called me Dave. Dave. By the way, <laughs> Dave, he said, um, you'll be announced as the coach of the Hawthorne football club <laughs> tomorrow. And I went, what? <laughs> he said. You had no idea? No, nah, until that minute I had no wow. idea. Wow. So I was appointed in the car park, at Stradbay Park by the previous coach. And I'll mind me, he brought me over. I came back from Perth, I paid Subiaco in 1975, yes, and, like they okay. brought, and they brought me back, uh, I, they offered me a job at what was Bowa Teachers College, which became mm-hmm. Deakin University, finished after about four changes, but they offered me a, a lecturer's job there, and if I didn't take it then I never would have got it. And I had a three year contract at Subiaco, which I had to break, and so, this uh, was difficult, yeah. mm. they sort of forgave me on the basis of the work. So I came back and was assistant coach with John in 76 76 when he won the they won the premiership. But I did all the preparation that for yeah. it. And so at the end of that he acknowledged it and gave seventy seven right, yeah. gave me his job on the basis that I'd proven to be, you know, yeah. the person who was capable of taking over from him. So I've never forgiven uh, never forgotten John's yeah. uh, Influence on so that. his
0: last game as a coach was a premiership. Yeah. So you coached '77 when Collingwood and North Melbourne. Yeah, we got, um, got played Scott, off.
2: Scotty, yeah, Scotty knocked over a couple in the preliminary final and yeah.
0: reported. And yeah, cost us the game. But then in '78, of course, you um, experienced yeah, you know a premiership as a coach in your own right. Yeah, no, that were, that were good. And a
2: terrific bunch of boys still still meet regularly and mm. uh, talented, a lot of. Telling the young boys coming through the Peter Knights and the lead matches, and uh, people like that were pretty.
0: Talented. Oh, they're an awesome team. All the Scott and the lunatic, lunatic uh,
2: captain. Uh, <laughs> so, <it's
1: pretty laughs> uh, tell me the difference between captaining, captaining, and coaching, coaching. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's feeling?
2: a really good question because yeah, no, no <laughs> one would understand that. Well, it's a good, it's a good question because. People answer differently. Yep. And I was forced up to coach four. Well, Do I coach four? I? I coached four? Yes. Yep. And played him one, captain one. Well, you won and four. Get, yeah, we won four. Yeah. Yeah. We played, we played yeah. a few more. Yeah. We lost yeah. But the, the for me, and others have reacted differently to me, others have said that the coaching, you, are, I think if you asked Dennis Pagan or, mm. or Mick or one of those, they'd say that coaching was much more pleasurable, enjoyable at the time, and yep. satisfying than playing, I oh, going out and playing yep. in a grand final and being a captain, I was a reasonable player on that day and actually making it happen rather than sitting there and, and praying that <laughs> yeah, everything's going to be right. It, you got yeah. Enough, yeah, you You've got, got nothing, You've got no control, control over you got no control over it at all. Yeah. So to have no control yeah. over it and hopefully undo it, it's nice when it happens and you do and you get yeah. some sort of reward or thanks for it, yeah. but there's no, how anybody can compare yeah. to playing. With do you the think maybe
0: of, those coaches say that Because really their playing careers were bereft of any um, major success as as a player. Or they never necessarily experienced it as a captain either. I mean, Malthouse would have experienced it in 1980 as a a player with Richmond. But I don't think Dennis Pagan ever experienced
2: it. But you're right. So I'm, I mean, I'm quoting them. They may have a
0: totally different view. Yeah,
2: I, I would have thought that. Uh, I don't think if you would ask, be
0: anything better than being a captain and holding up that Premiership. You know, if you
2: ask Lee Matthews, I'll ring him now and ask him if you like you yeah. Ask Lee, Lee Matthews. I bet he said playing, playing no, play Premiership, no is much more satisfying. <laughs> I've asked him
0: already. Yeah, absolutely has to be playing. Yeah, it gotta be serious.
2: Well, about. It is, and, and it's. So, same so on the day so on the day it's so much more difficult i'm just watching somebody sent me david mccoy mm. sent me the 1981 grand final this yep. thing that's been on youtube yeah yeah it's got the whole got all these players being interviewed and me as a cover I haven't ever seen it yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and the game yep. being played oh, yep. watching it before you came yeah, was, yeah. Uh, going up to half time and i and it was a fantastic insight of things that most of the things I'd forgotten about mm. as to how the players and the coach moving mm. one and, and Tommy yep. was the other one yep. how we were thinking about the day yep. at the time and in retrospect now yep. yeah yes yeah, yeah. so it's it's yeah. tell me as a coach
1: like when you did coach it how much do you feel you can you can you can change the game or is it or, or do you feel helpless like
2: yeah no i i, I mostly because that's me i mostly felt helpless so there's a bit we could go back and yeah. use that example 19 what was it 19 uh 70, no no 78 when, oh the 78 level, when, yeah. when, I, when i was captain 78 so 78 so 78 you've coached them you okay. coached in, um, 71 71 when i played yeah. yeah at three-quarter time the speech from john kennedy basically was well, if we're gonna go down let's go down gloriously. <laughs> <laughs> take a few, them out, a few of them a few of them out you know and uh and i yes. i was a bit taken aback by that because we were struggling We were a couple of guys down and struggling yeah. don scott this is don scott's leadership mm. and he ran me this morning he said we bring talk every day just about right and he uh, he 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 pulled the book group back and he was he was just a player and i was captain he pulled the group back and he said what's he talking about lose he said we're gonna win this game and yep. he ran you look at the start of the last quarter in 1971 he zipped the ball he jumped yeah. over the top of like four foot six taller than him he zipped the ball to center and we kicked the first goal within four ten seconds of the start. Yep. Of the so he's not only able to think that and believe it stood up and did he it did it and and that to me that lifted everyone oh yeah that was in the,
0: the, the premiership yeah, UK. yeah. yeah. and uh, wasn't well, it interesting because that's one year after 1970 where Brassi was saying similar things to his players at, at the Carlton Collingwood game yeah look guys you know even if we lose you know I'm proud Thank of you me. You know, really great effort, to, and then yeah, what are you talking about, lose? <laughs> so yeah, it, yeah. it's almost a good tactic to throw it yeah. at them well, to yeah. see how they respond, it wasn't isn't smart it? Smart enough to think about that. In yeah. 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 the very Scott. next year, Don Scott does it, so it's yeah. interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: so you, um, so you coached the. Uh, uh yeah 78 yep and then it was in 80 at the end of 80. Coached another couple of years at hawthorne yeah i got the second well
2: got the second oh, did you get the sack yeah. or did you
1: leave no no
2: oh, i, I heard you, you say you, you didn't get the sack. no left. well they, they <laughs> basically did uh, one of the um i was working i was i work all night i worked on four or five hours sleep for about 30 years <laughs> trying to do right. both jobs like an idiot and I it was one o'clock in the morning and i got a front, I got a front i'm living in mount waverley and i got a a knock on the front door of our, on the front door and I went to the front door and he was Don I must use his name I suppose but one of the one of the Hawthorne board, board members. members. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and good, it he was really a really great one. mate. He kept me he, he owned a furniture place in Hawthorne and I used mm-hmm. to do my part time job and I was united to need some money. Okay. He employed me he was a beautiful mate. Lovely. 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 Well, anyway, I he loved he he, <laughs> he stand there crying on my door on my on my front door at Mount Waver. He said, Come in Don He said, I'm not coming in. He said tomorrow they're, they're interviewing Peter Hudson and somebody else for your job, and I think you should know about it so you can do something about it. I so oh, say, so you can't I, entertain mean so yeah. it. I, I went in, wrote out my resignation, drove down the club to a mechanic. I say, you kind of knew, but. I think it was so the satisfaction. It, but Peter, Peter, <laughs> Hudson didn't, Peter Hudson didn't get the job. No, he didn't. He interviewed three people, and I didn't get it. They were in Felon Jeans. and Jeans, and it yeah. was yeah. the best decision the club, yeah. the club ever made. So, yeah. But
0: alas, it was to be a fortunate time just when think just when you think your world's crumbling yeah, yeah. all of a sudden there's an opportunity that knocks uh, yeah, over yeah, over yeah, at right. princes park so that's true you know i'm just trying to with think all you. the trouble that carlton went through with percy jones and of course the year before gesalenko yeah. left and went to st kilda and that was straight after a premiership yeah. Change of Presidents. We had Ian Rice. and it was um, Keith who was, it, who was it that approached you? Was it
2: Keith McKenzie, yeah, I or? Know, it was Keith. I well, I think I've well, yeah, got to get this right now. and be make that up, I can't remember that. Uh, they yeah. did approach
0: you, though, didn't they? Yeah, oh, yeah no, they uh, yeah. can
2: Keith McKenzie rang me, and uh, we went and met.
0: Which restaurant president. in Carlton? No, no, <laughs> I mean, We it was in Kew. It was at, uh, oh, really? uh,
2: the chairman of match committee, a uh, famous name, uh, had a beautiful home in Kew, and I was right. and with Wes so I was, Yes. Interviewed there as to my interest. Yep. Um, I had to go in. Wasn't um, the Wesloffs already uh, the chairman of the match yeah. committee
0: then? Who that? Wizloffs was chairman of the match yeah, committee. Yeah, committee yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. Ian Rice, part yes. of the. Um, the president?
2: Part of the president of the Rice. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was, was really difficult because Percy Jones didn't really know. Mm. And he was told after I think. He didn't
0: that, want the job anyway. Who? Percy. Didn't he? No oh it's well, never wanted it but then he didn't want to give it up well i don't know about that i just think well, yeah, well, i just like, i just know that they said look first you have to do it you know it's well uh, that could jesus be jesus right, gone i think, think, think once he done you've it, just retired, was, once you've just retired once he was in the job he didn't yeah. want to
2: leave it i know possibly
1: sure, so, but um yeah, it was like, you were that Hawthorne?
2: yeah the Hawthorne bloke yeah, <laughs> <really, laughs> i think he's never he's never called me by <laughs> <in> the day <morning. laughs> the That's <whole laughs> what i sat on the Table with Mike Fitz, when Mike Fitzpatrick yeah. was elevated to the Hall of Fame and uh, mm. and Richie <laughs> rang me and no, he said no. uh, I want to bring Purse so you can't bring Gail and I said <laughs> oh that's fine I'll happy to have Purse now Purse and I sat on the table together yeah. um, he's got a house at um, um, Barwon Heads yeah and uh, next door to a couple of mates of mine and I see a fair bit of him these days and Purse has been lovely to me yeah. despite the fact that I probably impinged in a way that uh, on his life that uh has left a a, a scar i think oh, forever so. which is a bit it's not like your fault oh you? no no i just we well, just something that happened. So yeah I, yeah just something uh, i think his his uh, commitment to and influence over and the stuff that he put into the club has been Oh, yeah, for sure. oh it's, it's unbelievable was wonderful, yeah. wonderful yeah. yeah. a great
0: character he used to love celebrating a okay. f- goal or...
1: and people forget or, well I don't forget but full-time Premiership yeah. player yeah. you know his last game was a Premiership yeah. like it was an important yeah an important cog to that yeah, team. Absolutely. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah so you get the you get the job that he's come uh, ha- who approached you how'd you get the job
2: um I, well I, th- I think the phone I might have had a phone call from the secretary, the bloke we just talked about, Keith McKenzie, yep. I think that might have been yep. the start of it. And then we went in and had a yarn at uh, Ian Rice's, yep. in, Cotton, it is, in Russell Street, it was in Russell Street, the building up there. Um, and and, yeah. Rice's Rice, the interview was on with about four <laughs> lots of headphones <laughs> and things and other people going on. It was the worst interview I've ever been through. Yeah, I've had right. no idea about the game. And, nah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, you know, I said I was interested, and Ray Wilson, fortunately, the has just rang me then. Mm-hmm. I, Ray's been my manager, of my finances and life for all time. I've never, Ma. never done one contract with anybody at any stage. He's done a lot of window. In fact, I wrote the book, and I got Ray to do the. I didn't mind what came out. Then it was that Ray, that Ray <laughs> did the chapter. He's done written the chapter in my autobiography, which. Uh, It's got all the details and the conversations and all the things I didn't know that happened at Collingwood and Carlton and Hawthorne. It was a good read for me when I I read it for the first time. So I I, I was really really very, very fortunate. I mean, it was like going from um, New York to London, really, when you think of the culture and the people at Hawthorne and the way that club was run, and then to get to the money and support that the Carlton Football had. At that time it's probably it still does they come out of the woodwork now but uh, yeah it's uh totally people Unless you've been in both and lived in both for a period of time you wouldn't understand the the difference in in the culture of the of the place not saying one's yeah. bad or good or against the yeah. other one they are to think they're doing the same job in our community totally different. with totally there i mean i can't speak for i can't really speak for the others because i don't know i'm not inside to go can't tell you but in my mind carlton is at one end of that continuum as yep. far right as you can go and that <laughs> old is at the other end of that continuum as far mm-hmm. left as you can go and yeah. they have uh, little in common other than they play the same game
0: yeah right. before you got the job what were your perceptions about carlton and its players especially the playing list
2: um I did I didn't, you have any preconceived no i know well a, a little bit i suppose i i was um uh, what's the word I, I liked it most of the people because they had such talent mm. and had great success during that mm. period of time mm. I had great admiration for them mm-hmm. uh, and the, the I was excited because the quality of the players that were in the place obviously yeah. won one in 79 yep. lost it in 80 I mean I'm picking up probably the most talented group maybe that the yeah. game has ever seen in yeah. the one place at one time yeah. so there's no but I had no idea about the makeup of the personalities or yeah. the characters which yeah. Yeah. Made the club. I think in the history of the game, yeah. in that three or four or five or six-year period of time, no club, when you start to name the individuals, would have had mm-hmm. the variety of characters or personalities, whatever yeah. you like to call them, yeah. that that footy club had. And and uh, we're just watching that pro- program this morning, we're on television. That David mccoy was one of them. Said you, coach, have you ever watch this? I said no, I haven't. He said I'll send it to you. You should have a look at it on YouTube. And here's me describing yeah. this group that I coached yeah. at the uh, coached at the same time. Ooh. And I had no idea, none at all, of the lifestyles that they were. That, <laughs> that they, they were enjoying? Biggest. That they were hiding from me oh. <laughs> is, is this because it
0: was so different to what the Hawthorne players were? Well, all about. the Hawthorne
2: players might be, but I was part of them, you know, right. I was one of them yeah. Yeah. as a player, yeah. and I just happened to extend it into coaching. So I knew what their social lives, their partners, mm. and friendships, yeah. and their work, and all of that sort of thing. They knew mm. that intimately, and we just didn't have that yeah. that, that group. And I, yeah. I, didn't, I thought, well, we well, you go to another football company, yeah. same competition, mm-hmm. the playing group will have similar personalities, yeah. similar uh, professions that they follow, yeah. etc. But I, I couldn't believe it. And I, I can remember, it's a true, true story, I remember driving this monitor in 81. I, I drove down after work, I drove down uh, Sydney Road and I went past Poyntons. Poyntons, was it Poyntons in those days? No, not Poyntons, Poyntons on the other side. I went past the pub that was opposite, the University Hotel there, whatever it's called.
1: I think Salas told us this. Yeah,
2: well, he probably did, yeah. And, and I went past all the cars that have been parked in the car park the This is a Norton's, B- Hotel. Norton's, Norton's
0: Hotel. Norton's Hotel. Norton's one. Norton's Barfield. I went, yeah. uh, went past Norton's Hotel. On the other side, i don't go home course. that way. And yeah. no, I went
2: down that way. <laughs> and I put I, all these cars that I recognised were the players' cars. And the players will tell you i walked I, they were pretty surprised but i walked into the bar and all maybe having a grog and i blew the trip out the and i stood there until they all left <laughs> and then they all went to the royal oak <laughs> they went they went around the other side of the park where well, royal Oak. Right, round the, yeah, the other side of the park the so one in nicholson street isn't yeah, it? yeah that's right nicholson, yeah that's, that's right. what they did so yeah. that that was kind of like so i, I made no uh, difference but they were um characters, weren't they? Yeah, well, that's, that's probably the best word, mm, that's that character, the best. but they uh, were yeah, immediately football. Oh yeah, and loved each other. There was a, uh, yes. there was a genuine, yep. I mean, I've a, 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 so, been to other clubs where an individual player or a couple of players come to me and said, do you realise that Jimmy's in strife and this is happening, we need you to help with X, Y or Z or to shut up about X, Y or Z or yep. whatever. Mm. So there was a genuine care. I think that's a factor. Yeah. A genuine care factor amongst that group, which continues today. It does. No, no they, question. They it are, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you sort of sense and feel that. But, Absolutely. You know, we've gone through it with, with um Ashy. Yes. And, uh, Ashy yep. had a really tough time, and you know the background yeah. of the story, and he sort of disappeared yes. out of the place. That's right. So harmsy has gone with him and stuck mm, up, and, and yeah. Des Inglis has gone. I mean, three really of the yep. fabulous players, and then fabulous players for the club, and we've lost them, you know. And then mm. because of circumstance, etc. They're back. They've all come back, yep. and they're all yep. And they all came to the function the other day. And yep. Ash is up and going again. He's lost his wife just a few yes, months yes, back, and so. uh, and and it's that strength of character. You know, Fitzy was. Um, different to, different from, I don't know what the English is, but different from yeah. any other player, let alone captain in the competition, yeah. you. Like you, you, you you go and name the captains of all clubs over the years, there was yeah. no one like Michael Fitzpatrick, and Mick, yep. Michael, i never call him Mick, but Michael, Mike. Um, yeah. yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike was, he had the, the and It he's, he's, he was interesting, because he had no... Interest in the game as such, would you believe? No interest in mm. what makes it happen or yeah. or the tactics and strategies. No, not interested at all, and only interested in playing. I can I can remember he was on the match committee when I came, and I can remember one well, We go, am I in? I say, yeah. <laughs> am, I, uh, a ruck? <laughs> am I playing in Am I say, yeah. <laughs> am I changing? No, no, you're doing it all day short night tonight you know? and then the next week i come up and i, I go uh, well, i'm in yeah you're in there you're rucking yeah you're rucking but you're changing the forward pocket oh might take a bit of time tonight <laughs> and then the third week i go up and i say mike before we get in there got news for you you're playing center forward i'm what you're playing center forward we need to play Where jane's going to rock and you're going to play center forward who needs to play there going to be a long meeting tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that was just
0: before the 1982
2: Green Final. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was, that was about his interest in the game, and he mm. played that way. At the moment in the game, mm. required it. Michael, yeah, there were a few around John I could do the same. There's yeah. few, but Michael was one of the few big men of that mm. shape yeah. and size who could say, I need to do something here and actually yeah, do it. and do it. And he, he could he could do that. But if, if we were playing Footscray and we are 100 points in front, Michael might as well go on home at quarter yeah, time. Yeah. A waste of time. Yeah. And that's Michael's ego. And yet I'm careful what I say here comes out, but I was lucky enough to be invited by him to yes. the announcement of the Hall of Fame. Yep. Yeah. And I turned around, we had Jeff Southie on the table, yep. uh, Percy Jones on the table, his daughter and son in law on the table and a couple of others I should remember. I okay. can't I can't pull out. And um, I, it was very nice mm. of him to invite me, et cetera. And I looked around, they, they announced, and I looked around and Fitzy was crying. I was just gonna say, ah. he got very emotional that night. I couldn't. I Didn't he? Well, and I looked across at Helen because I was amazed. So I've never seen him get emotional about anything. anything. Win, lost, good, to have, just the same. And I looked at Helen, she's bawling too. And that was, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I look, we look around the table, we're all looking at each other You know, going, can you can you believe it? we've never seen Michael so Shower emotion mm. Gone up, thank goodness, Jared. I'm I'm trying to let Jared yeah. know because Jared's a good man. I don't interview him? And I'm trying to let Jared know that. Jared, mm. and he went. Jared was fantastic. He read it beautifully, yep. and he gave him a minute and a half to settle him, sit him down. down. And then he then he wow. went on with the uh, with the interview. It was it was one of those magic moments. So, <laughs> and Fitz, just got a yep. invitation, yep. Fitz, today the eighty. One eighty-two. He's yep. running a night for us at the MCG. Okay. Nice. For us to go along and you'll put, put it on for us, and the players will come with their partners, which is um, which is fantastic. Well, forty years
0: on, you know, yeah, well, still means a, a lot to a lot well, of people. That's how footy does, that's and none more does than does. the players. It does, and... Yeah,
2: but it does if you're successful. Yeah. And this yes. is a great thing that the Geelong Football Club's got going for yeah. The clubs who have had great teams that have played and got there but didn't win it, and so they never meet. <laughs> they don't come and they have reunions or anything like well, that we are to remember like losing well that's exactly right they don't come yeah they don't come yeah. and we have players who played three or four games and we invite them all if they yeah. contributed in the year yeah. of the premiership they yeah. don't come yeah, unless they, they play, or, unless they play the on the day, they don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. I bet you Frank, Marcus, Ali and David Clark don't come to the 82 reunion. Ah. Well, yeah. Wow, a, yeah. Frank's, Frank's pretty good. He was, he came no, up. I'm only kidding. They oh, didn't, he, came he did the other, come the other he day. He came yeah.
2: David Clark. He didn't. I, I should no. have rung David. But uh, you're quite good friends. Yeah, yeah you, well, David, yeah, I was, David and Liz down at Point Lonsdale a bit. Yep. But, uh, I was, I was going to follow up. you <laughs> just reminded me I had to follow-up because Frank go. did come. Yes. And David didn't. And I, yep. I think David should have been there. He was a very important guy. Yeah. But think
1: unfortunately,
0: there's only yeah, 22 I, or 20 or yeah, whatever what it I'm is. 22. But we ran him out on the ground. That was the worst thing we did. I know. No, but that was all done to try and confuse the opposition. Well, that tough was, was, worked. How right. did that it conversation worked. go Because they, they, did they didn't know what to do. The first five oh, minutes, no. we kicked three goals. Yeah, before mate. they even got a point yeah, on. But the how did that
1: conversation go, Tommy? That's what we won by in the Telling Frank that he's going to uh, yeah.
2: run out. And, and David, who I and convinced, David. Him. I but convinced him, him to come from Geelong. I convinced him to come and finish his career, that we promised him a premiership. Yeah. And then didn't let him play.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because he came over from Geelong, that's, that's right. More,
2: the more. The more well, did the you have to tell him that? Was yeah, that yeah, your? Yeah, yeah, it was my job. But uh, you're yeah.
0: Yeah. still talking to him now, so it must be. No,
2: must no, be no, but only because David is such a genuinely good person he yeah. understood in the finish what was playing yeah. and while he was really burnt and mm. terribly disappointed really unhappy he forgave me well he always forgiven me but he yeah. carries on a conversation yeah. now like I'm a reasonable friend of his yep. which is lovely yeah. which
0: <clears throat> conversely uh, didn't quite happen the same way with a young bloke called Troy Bond in 1995 who missed out on a Premiership with us, but 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 nevertheless, he he won no, no. a couple couple of years later with Adelaide. He won back to back understand so. Vince, But that
2: time, yeah. it, it, and most people would know, most people won't believe that they watch this. But the mm. no, in '95, yeah, the team became responsible for
0: everything, all the selection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they
2: decided who would play. They decided how we would play. They would debrief the team in the post match, not post match, but in on the Monday night. The, yep. pre- the preview of the game, not pre- the preview. The we did. The review of the, the game. The review, and yeah. they decided what values and behaviors we were to live by. we actually wow. wrote them down, and they decided what the punishment would be meted out to anybody who did it at up those bases yeah. I'm, I'm well, i've never been done in australian sport before not my idea i wouldn't have done it I didn't. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an <laughs> autocratic, a, yeah, autocratic dictatorial prick who <laughs> so it was probably one of the most uh, difficult things that i've ever done in my life was to and paul burke who i love who came down as a carlton player from bendigo i didn't give him a single game and <laughs> had to sack him and then uh sacking
0: that comes with the territory, though,
2: doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, do, I do, and you get better at it, and not yeah. never get used to it. But Paul, it's funny how this happened. He came from video, didn't give him a single game, and I sacked him at the end of the year. And uh, I said, Paul, if um, there's any, I'm hoping I'll never see him again, is there anything I can do for you and connect you up or help you out in the years ahead? Let me know, he's crying like a two-year-old walk out the I said, thank goodness he's gone, and I'll never see him again. He rang me the next day and said, so I need to come and see you. So I said, sure, know, he walked in and he said, um, I need, I want to do, I didn't have the greatest uh, VCE year or whatever it is in those days, matriculars and those yeah. He said, I need to get into uh, commerce at Melbourne. Can you help me? And I said, yeah. yeah, you won't believe this, but the uh, lake in charge of commerce, the uh, whatever he's called, um, he's Matt Carlton's a boy. And I rang him up and I told him the story and we, I got, my God, he, he was given a place at Melbourne University, yeah. went through domino, did postgraduate work, Went off. And he became uh, Brockoff's. What, what's it called Brock, um, yeah, the, the biscuit company. Anyway. He became world leader of that company, and wow. took, took me on the journey. so We've written four or five books together, and he wow. ran, me, ran, me, ran me two days ago. And he's living in Sydney now and retired, etc. And Paul did the review. So. Um, <laughs> it was you know, and he sat like kind of, you know, I walked in and he sat me down, he said, you need to take a deep breath. This is not uh, terribly uh, and it, you know, he was a good mate. Not terribly um I think friendly. Uh, and he said, uh the players happy with this, and not happy with that and not happy with that. They want a psychologist. I said, No shit we've been, well, I've got to be careful with what I say, but we employed a couple of psychologists and they lasted twelve months, I couldn't <laughs> one was already there when I got there in eighty one, and part of that Laurie Hayden, sorry Laurie, um, and I sacked him before eighty two, and uh, and I said, oh no, I can't. Oh, Not Where where can we get a, where can we get a good psychologist? And somebody said, oh the bloke at Hawthorne, they've won every second premiership for the last year, The bloke called Anthony Stewart. Said, yes, it's pretty good. I said, oh yeah. I said he yeah, was this yeah, he's with the Australian cricket team. They they're the best in the world. I said, the one you with the netballs too? He said, yeah, they never get beaten by New Zealand. I said, oh, sounds yes. that blokes? He's all right. So I found out where he lived in Glen Iris and I went round, this is a true story, I went round there, Anthony uh, took one look at me. and I, He let me in and I don't think he was terribly happy about it. <laughs> and I said, Anthony, we're, we're very keen to employ you up the Carlin Football Club. And he said, um, well, I know I can't work for John Elliott, and I certainly can't work for you. So as much as you might want me to come and work at the carport, we we'll <laughs> I, I, I still this. I remember walking out closing and going and thinking, oh, I can't believe it. I've never spoken to you like that. Before. <laughs> so I drove home and I told somebody and uh, they said, uh, I, think it, I might have told, it might be Cole Kinnear. So it might have been Cole. And I said, uh, we'll go and get a big bag of money
0: we'll go and see if we can seduce him so we did a, we did a, a, a
2: normal carlton act we went and uh, went to the bank and got some money and uh, went over and out the door and uh, i said we're very keen he said oh no i've told you i no, no, no. I said well, uh, we'd like to seduce you and he and he hadn't um he hadn't been paid much by all they wouldn't have been paid much at all so on the basis you know, it terrible it's a thing, be terrible, terrible that. Thing you <laughs> say to carlton people but we seduced him and he came to work and it was really was really good. He and he walked around for three months. It's really interesting. He walked around for three months, and he came back. I'm wondering what he did. We're paying him a fortune. I'm wondering what he did. And he and he sat down. And he said, "Do you realise you've got the most committed, competent, and experienced group of athletes I've ever worked with?" I said, "Wow." wow. He worked with. The... I said, "No, no, no. Yours are better than them." He said, "It's time he gave it over to them." I said, well, "What do you mean?" He said, "Yeah, give them some ownership. Over what they doing I said, "Mate, I." Can't do that, that's not me. I couldn't do this. said, Well, was this for what year was this? 94, 95. This
1: is 94, 94 95. 90, wow. No, 93,
2: 93. It? was it? 93. 94? No, it was there, no, it was 94. It was 94. 94, yeah. Because we, no, 94. We went out the, spec- was the, lost was of, the, the end 90 of 94 or? for yeah. the 95 season sure. after we lost, and we did it, yeah, because we'd yeah. been beaten in 93. Yeah, was straight best in 94. 94 by two other teams, that's what we did on the back of that's that. That's right. So he, he came in and walked around and, and then came into my office and said, you, re- you, know, you realise you've got the most experienced, committed, competent athletes I've ever worked with? I thought, gee, that's a huge statement. He said, it's time you gave it over to them. I said, what do you mean? He said, let, you know, let them decide who should play it out. I said, no, I'll let the lunatics run the asylum. I said, that's not going <laughs> to happen to me. He said, well, <clears throat> you better think about it uh, and uh, I'll come and see you tomorrow. So I thought about that tonight. know, you know, Vince, I couldn't do anything. Then he came back and he said, what well, do you thought? I said, can't do it. He said, how long's your contract? I said, oh, one year. <laughs> I said, what does it mean? He said, well, if we don't win next year, I'm out of the job. I said, that's right. That's exactly what's going to happen. So try my way. And on that faith, and, and I went to the first meeting. Uh, you, you know the room. Vince, yeah, yeah. My desk was in the corner and the meeting room was here. Yes. And they were meeting for the first time. And it was interesting what we said. That we, we, we selected the players, not them. Clubs today, they select their own people to represent them.
0: That's right, we selected them all.
2: There were 16, I think. Mm-hmm. 16 in the group, which were committed, competent, and experienced. I mean, Jesus, you wouldn't find that in any club these days.
0: So, well, a lot of them were well over 30. You had, yeah, right. Williams, well, Bradley, yeah, no, no. So they, they sat
2: around the table, Madden, with, with him, I sat at the desk, you know, running it, and I can still see Anthony said, Parker, what are you doing? So said, oh, I'm just sitting there, I'll just take interest in what's, what's happening. I said, you couldn't sit there without interfering. This has nothing to do with you. I said, no, I'm, out. I'm out. Thought, Well, you're you Imagine the players around the table. They're all, they're all pissing themselves off. Oh, them. So I ended up, going, ended up going out, leaning against the door, trying to listen to what... People. <laughs> people started to come up with down the corridor and I thought embarrassed what I was doing. So they actually, they actually did that. It's hard to let go, isn't it? Well, it is when, you, when you're a lunatic controller. Yeah. And that's been my my way. Uh so anyway they they decided who would play, they decided how we would play, they debriefed their performance together like it was unbelievable. Hence
0: wow. your comments during that year of this team coaches itself. Or that the players have essentially Absolutely. taken and you, control. And, and you brought
2: up it. the story This is really interesting about Troy Bond.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now about
2: six weeks to go that's true mm. happened on the couple of people's Six weeks to go um the players from that meeting came to me the senior group yep. and said we want to play troy bond i said no, troy's not playing he's not up to it and he's not committed and does all this sort of thing i said uh, right. um he's going back to adelaide at the end of the year and... so you knew yeah. that well no he, did. well, he didn't know that they no, probably didn't but i'm telling them because i'm trying not to <laughs> mean... try and <laughs> get in the ball process and i said no no he should be playing half back flank I said, no, no, he's a forward pocket. Yeah, not brave, forward, forward. I yeah. said, no, no, we, we will make him into a halfback flanker. And, and Tony, Tony Stewart's yeah. laughing. He says,
0: so we put
2: <laughs> Troy Binn on, on the other man, because that was the yep. rule. Yep. We put him in on the halfback flank. In four weeks, yep. he was playing like a German band, playing yep. superb football in a role that I had never thought of, yep. And he was an intimate part of the team. Yep. Yep. So it came. So that that worked well and he was happy and we're flying and we get through to the grand final and you'll both remember because the grand final yes. we had twenty we had twenty-one players in those days, did we? No, we yep. had twenty players for yep. uh, 21, twenty-one players for 21. twenty for twenty spots. And yep. thank goodness I said, well, who who plays? So we gave, and this is true true story, we gave each of the twenty-one players uh, a piece of paper with their name on it. You're in. Give me the 20 players that you want to go over the top with on, on next Saturday.
0: In other words, who are you going to leave out?
2: That's exactly right. And Would have been easier just to put who are you going to leave out. The one player.
0: So Brownie had been in the... He'd been in the hyperbaric chamber oh, with his, with him his him. leg. Mate, that was on the news all week, We yeah, yeah. were just yeah. watching him. There like was the no way... I just knew. There was no way known that Fraser Brown was not going to play in that Grandfather. You know, and all of his something. mates would have wanted him there. Yeah, like, and that's
2: right? exactly what yeah. they did. So they all picked their teams and signed yep. them and put yep. them in. The one vote that Troy Bond got was the one vote that we gave him when he gave the paper. Yeah. So I had to put on oh, oh, this the worst ah. moment of my life. We met on the Friday night before the team meeting. Just to leave someone, I had someone out, though, I thought. Well, you well, he played, he played well for up to that point mm. in time, why mm. wouldn't he be yeah. in there? You know, And he reckoned he was be better than yep. others and playing yep. a role that yep. others couldn't. Yep. So, I brought him in, he cried like, oh, never Troy, sorry, I've never, um, he'd never talked to me since. Mm. Um, He went out, got on a plane that night, I think it was next next morning, went straight back to Adelaide, and thank goodness, thank thank the good Lord, he played in the premiership for Adelaide two years later, so I'm pleased, I'm sorry, Troy, if you see this i owe you an i was never brave enough to come. but in the to end play. it was a team decision it, was it wasn't team. actually sure. yours i'm saying that now so i don't get relieved yeah.
0: of, the, <laughs> <laughs> relieved of the, the problem but was... well, don't forget you had other players that have probably could have laid claim to a spot too like uh brent Heaver, he was one of the yeah, emergencies yeah, right? i think uh tony lynn might have been an emergency yeah, as well yeah, and yeah, i think right. troy Bond been... himself so it might have been those three as emergencies yeah, no, that, good uh, memory, unfortunately there's right. always in and you had players yeah, like we're on the fringe that. a little bit. Like Adrian yeah. Whitehead was probably he'd been a very consistent player all year. He kicked the goal at the end, and he kicked the last goal. He the gave the, you gave the There's it. always a hard luck story. It's either a, a suspension punch. or an injury or someone who gets dropped. Yeah. But that's but part unfortunately of the you have to, to do 25 what's 25.
1: best for the yeah the club yeah and the well the supporters. I, I, that was, that's right. a do
2: a punch, I suppose. I'd like, wipe my hands't so I, yeah. I you know they were all making the decision so it was yeah. a really it was a unique understanding for me yeah. and this is why leadership is situational specific and if yep. you think a leadership style like i had mm. was the correct style for all people in all places at all yep. time you're a fool mm. it's not That's right. you've got to be versatile enough in no matter which you were, approach people to understand what this situation requires yeah. and that was the best almost best, the best life l- lesson that i ever learned yeah. was the 95 story now we went on in 96 yeah and we continued to do the same things um three or four of the players we won i think 10 11 or 12 i think yeah. before, next year yeah. and then the players getting injured and older and not performing yeah, etc so good, they started man. they started to fall away and at the end of that year, half a dozen of them, you could pick the half dozen, all came tapping yeah. on my door and said, Parco, um, it's time for you to take over again. We've got <laughs> other things in our lives that are more important than giving up two hours a week for, uh, for, <laughs> for masculinity sort of, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, and they handed it back to me. And then I reckon two years after that, just four years down the track, we had a bunch of kids. How, why, when, where I needed to take control of them. Yeah. So yeah. It was a great lesson for me. It was a wonderful time for the club. Um, yeah, we. It was um, when when you look back now, it was life's greatest lessons for me.
1: As, yeah, as a person. it was a great time for us too. Just lightly. Yeah.